Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Day number 317. Right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN. On number, you want to be a part of the uh, program. Uh, in the great state of South Dakota, Christy Nome was on a number of shows over the, the weekend. The, the governor of that state, they had already had in place a law, a bill, that in fact uh, automatically, if Roe was ever overturned, uh, would prevent people from having any abortions in the state of South Dakota. Remember, abortion has not been outlawed. And the governor was very clear this weekend that, that no, they're not going to be targeting women or anybody for prosecution. Uh, but this is the state law in South Dakota. Here's the governor said the first thing we're going to be debating after the abortion ban is how to support mothers. Listen to this. What I believe will happen is that if we do go into a special session, that there'll be debate around how we can support these mothers. I've already launched a, a website that's it's called life.sd.gov, and it's to get resources to individuals who have an unplanned pregnancy or if they're in a crisis situation that will coordinate financial assistance, uh, people that will come alongside them during this time, also make sure that they get health care, and access that they may need. It lists all the nonprofits, different organizations that work with them, mm -hmm. and then also connects them to families that may want to adopt their baby should they choose to give their baby up for adoption. So it's an incredible resource that does more to support these women that are in a situation that was unplanned and really does leave them in a situation where they're not prepared for the news that they have that they're expecting a baby. All right, Governor Noam joins us now. Governor, great to have you back. How are you? 
Oh, we're doing great, Sean. Thank you so much for inviting me. Let's talk about your position. Um, and and for example, this is what the left would say. See, abortion is going to be outlawed in America. But South Dakota is very different than California, Illinois, New York, and, and other liberal states, um, Oregon, Washington, et cetera. And it's, it's fascinating to me. Um, you had actually said something that really caught my attention. And defending the South Dakota ban without any exceptions except for the, the life of the mother to build stronger families and you said not a reason for another tragedy to occur. Explain. Well, you know, you know, people talk consistently about the horrific situation that, that some women go through, you know, during rape or incest and, and what that means for their lives and then the baby that's a result of that and the tragedy of it all. Um, you know, I, I've just been a believer that, you know, one tragedy, it's really makes it very difficult to justify another one. And that if we did a better job, I think, in this country and as people, as individuals and leaders supporting women that are in this crisis, that are in this terrible situation and helped them with health care and counseling and walked alongside them, got them connected with people who could give that baby a loving home if they chose not to keep it, then then we would have a much better result at the end of the day than, than perpetuating another tragedy. So I know that when you listen to what's happening from the left and what they're saying out there is they're trying to scare women and terrorize them to think that the whole world turned upside down just a few days ago when the Supreme Court made this decision. Um, I think people need to consistently keep perspective and recognize that what the Supreme Court did was to fix a wrong decision that happened almost 50 years ago and return this power back to the states. And the states can have these debates about what it looks like in each of their states, but in South Dakota today, no abortions are being performed. When did South Dakota codify that into law, that if in fact Roe was overturned, that this would be the law in South Dakota? It was back in 2005 when that trigger law was passed and put into place. And and it does not punish mothers. What it says is that it would go after doctors. Doctors who knowingly break the law would be prosecuted. And I need to be very clear about that, too, because no one wants to go after mothers who are in these situations. And this year we brought a bill that that telemedicine abortions, it was my bill, telemedicine abortions would not be allowed either. And that's because it's a very dangerous procedure for a woman to undergo with no medical supervision. So, uh, you know, we're... Are you, we're are you talking clear. about when a, when a woman would contact a doc, doctor, FaceTime perhaps, Zoom call perhaps, and the doctor would then prescribe... Because well, 55%, according to Guttmacher Institute, of abortions today that take place are done with a pill. Are you saying that they wouldn't be able to do it that way? Correct. That if they can't, over a phone call or over the Internet, um, contact a doctor and get a prescription mailed to them. Women are four times more likely to end up in an emergency room uh, from a procedure like that with no medical supervision. So in our state, we just believe that if that is something that someone wanted to pursue, they needed to have a physician involved. Let's talk about, for example, New York is now advertising itself, the governor of New York, uh, that it's going to they're going to make New York state with, quote, an abortion travel destination in, in the sense that it's going to be a state where anybody from any state, any place, anytime, anywhere could travel to New York. And I'm sure there'll be groups that pop up that'll probably fund th th these trips for people. Uh, we know corporations have already said that they would step up and pay the cost if somebody wanted to go to a more liberal state and have an abortion if their state doesn't allow it or has restrictions that they don't agree with. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think that's a heuristic to be known for. I guess 
I'm very proud of the fact that in South Dakota, we're known as the Mount Rushmore state, <laughs> the, the state that honors historic leaders rather than honoring the death of so many millions of innocent children. I think that's, that's a, a person who truly needs to get some perspective on what's important in this world. Every life is precious. And, um, and I, I think that when we can come back to recognizing that truly and, and not be hypocrites like the left is on so much of this, telling us that they're fighting for equality, yet they give millions of babies no chance whatsoever to even have a chance to breathe their first breath. Do we know what the people of South Dakota think about this? In other words, it, I know, for example, California has a referendum process. If there was a referendum on the ballot for the people of South Dakota, what do you think the vote would come down as? We've had it on the ballot in the past, just in the re, you know most recent within the last ten years. So, and and it has not passed to completely uh, ban abortions in the state. So, we've got some work to do to educate people to use the science and technology that we have to really talk about uh, these babies and their lives and the options that they have. I think so many times people aren't educated to to what resources are out there for these mothers and then also just what science has proven us that these babies feel pain that doctors when they do surgeries and procedures on babies in the womb that they knowingly and with a lot of credibility call that a patient and it is it has patient rights protections when they're doing this why would that not also be a life at that point in time as well can you explain this insanity of the left? And, and maybe people make exceptions. I, I do know people in my life that personally say that they're pro-choice, but they're very, very clear in what they mean by that. And they'll always say it was Bill Clinton who, who coined the phrase uh, legal and rare. And I would add the words early for those people that are consider themselves pro-choice. I'm like you. I'm pro-life. I do make two exceptions, although I will concede the point that it's intellectually inconsistent if you believe life begins at conception for rape incest in the mother's life uh, you have the more intellectually honest position than i do i don't know why the democratic party wanted to pass a bill in congress or the statement of governor then governor northam you know first we'll deliver yeah. the baby we'll make sure the baby's comfortable then the mother and the doctor will talk and they'll decide if the baby gets to live you know, but yeah. for the people that lecture us constantly about following the science, at that point in time, third third trimester abortions, that is called infanticide. That child could live outside of the mother's womb independently. That is that is a life. Yeah, um, you know, Sean, they're they're demanding abortion on demand, and they're even saying Democrats, liberals, are saying in portions of this country that babies can be killed after they're born. So the extreme position is just not backed up at all by anything else that they say um, they embraced as far as science. Um, you know, we heard this during the COVID pandemic, and I talk about the pandemic and this hypocrisy and this, this you know, attack that has been on conservatives in my book that's coming out tomorrow. Um, I talk about what that is like to live in a, and work in a world where the hypocrisy is all around you and people are being consumed by fear that is driven by these liberals, these liberals and, and many people in the media that constantly cause people to lose perspective and embrace those extreme positions that they are today. You know, but I was being negligent if I didn't uh, mention the book. I did, did get an early copy of it. I love the title of it. Uh, not my first rodeo. Um, the, the country now is going through, uh, I mean, I, I would argue, preventable pain in so many regards. 
Uh, we don't have to have chaos at our borders. We know how to solve that problem. We don't need to be paying over $5 a gallon for gasoline on average nationally. Uh, we were energy independent a year and a half ago. Uh, we don't need inflation at a 41-year high. Um, in large part, it's because of the economic and energy policies of Joe Biden. Uh, we can go back to the policies that were working. And and this is something that the country seems to flirt with every once in a while, and that is it's that, that flirtation with socialism, and it always ends in a disaster. Why do why does the country keep, you know, going back to that which we know will fail? Well, we're uneducated. I think the public in general, you know, won't go back and look at history and see that it has failed. You know, that's why you don't neglect talking about your past leaders, you know, where you've been as a country. And and that's extremely challenging. I also think people are lazy. I think they're interested in headlines. They don't even read full articles anymore. You know, I, I see this consistently on every policy debate and discussion that we have. I just sat with some conservatives who were demanding that I pass mandates to businesses. Well, you know, I'm a conservative. I'm a, I'm, I'm a person who believes that the government shouldn't be dictating to businesses, which is private property. I said I had to fight this with Republicans just yesterday. So that's what's interesting to me is if we knew our history, we would understand why we don't want the government stepping in and telling people what they can do on their private property or in their private business. And, you know, and that's we have to do a better job making sure every time we talk that we're educating people on, on our history and why we have the belief system that we have. All right, quick break. More with South Dakota Governor Christy Noem is with us. Her new book is out today, Hannity.com, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. Not my first rodeo lessons from the heartland. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation, without the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert... How do you possibly know that your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock, they can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. That means when your medical claims come in, well, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. And HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix any hidden errors so you only pay what you owe. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. 
Now, to save, just go to healthlock.com. That's one word, healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it. Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN. Well, with Governor Christy Nome of the great state of South Dakota. She has a new book out, by the way, Not My First Rodeo, Lessons from the Heartland. I was really taken aback. I did not know that you lost your father tragically, that you, one, grew up on a ranch in the heartland, uh, two, that you lost your dad at a, at a very young age, and that in South Dakota and the way you grew up is, quote, we don't complain about things, we fix them. And and now you became the first governor in South Dakota's history. And you talk about all of these lessons that you learned from your dad and from life on a ranch and and in the heartland. It's very different, for example, than the life that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up a street secret. fighter governor. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> I, know did. I know you did. I love it. You know, I think what's what's. People got really curious about rural America during the pandemic, you know, and when I'm curious, you know how many days I wish I wasn't here and I was on a ranch alone. It's a it's a place of common sense and good people. And people probably first heard my name just a couple of years ago and they don't realize all that I've gone through in my life, the different positions and challenges, different things I've done. And this isn't my first rodeo. The pandemic wasn't my first rodeo. I've stepped up many times in the past and had big fights over something that was incredibly important um, at that time. So I think that it's good for people to maybe know my background, know more about me. Uh, We make snap judgments about people sometimes, and that history is incredibly important to know really what what made a person who they are today. It's interesting. After the death or untimely death of your dad, you you decided to run the family farm and ranch with your family and and how that has defined you through the rest of your life um do you see life beyond maybe being governor your name is often brought up as a potential presidential candidate down the road or vice presidential candidate would that be something you'd be open to well, I'm hoping South Dakota will choose to reelect me to be their governor this year. You know, that's certainly something I'm I'm hoping. I think, the, I I think, think your odds are pretty good. I think the Hannity endorsement will put it right <laughs> over the really top. Good, perfect, perfect. You know, um, you know, I I think that it's important we all do what we can do at this point in time. I'm not planning to run for any higher office, um, but I do think we need to have people who do more than they're doing today, or else we really are this. We really are going to lose this country. 
And and that's what I love. The optimistic part of this is people are engaged. There's people who've never paid attention to their government politics before that are now paying attention. So we have a unique chance here to get America back on track for an educated public that really does defend their way of life. You know what? That's really in keeping with the title of your new book, by the way. It's on Amazon.com, Hannity.com, and in bookstores everywhere as of tomorrow. Not my first rodeo. Lessons from the heartland. Uh, we don't complain about things. We fix them. We've got to fix this country because it is on the wrong track. Uh, the worst that I have seen in my lifetime. Uh, Governor, we love having you on. Thank you so much for being with us. Best of luck with the book. And, and I think people are going to learn a lot about you that they had no idea about. I know I did. So it's a, it's a fascinating read. Thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. You bet. 800-941-SEAN. Our number if you want to be a part of the program. Quick break. Right back. deserves to know the truth about Congress. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. You know, after we saw Glenn Youngkin's massive victory in the Commonwealth of Virginia, I think now we're beginning to see, especially after the win of Congresswoman Flores, I mean, it's pretty unbelievable. So as far as I'm concerned, all bets are off right now. And Republicans should play for keeps in every single race, every single congressional district, every Senate race, every every gubernatorial race. Uh, there is a guy that is now the mayor of Aurora in Illinois. He is now running to become the next governor. He's a vet, former prosecutor, twice elected mayor, sick of Democratic politics. And this got really personal for me over the over the weekend. Um, I have a colleague of mine at the Fox News Channel, and he lost his brother, who was murdered over the weekend in Chicago. Does that surprise anybody? Fox News political analyst Gianna Caldwell. I've been scrolling names from Chicago now since 2009. Nobody's lifted a finger. Anyway, here's the latest ad for Richard Irvin. To fund the police is dumb, dangerous, and it costs lives. And I believe that all lives matter. Every family should be safe. Running our second largest city, crimes come down because the police budget has gone up. I hired more cops each year. We've recruited new companies, turned old properties into economic engines, and we've controlled spending, balanced budgets, so residents got property tax relief. My city is now safer, stronger, and full of opportunity. I want that for Illinois. Madigan and his ilk, Governor Prisker, they've done so much damage. But I promise you, we can overcome the challenges. That's what I'm good at. But we must dare to dream of an Illinois that is free, prosperous, and proud enough to truly be the land of Lincoln again. I'm Richard Irvin. I'm running for governor of Illinois. And with your help, we will take our state back. 
Anyway, Richard Irvin joins us now. Uh, anyway, your life is really the embodiment. I've been reading a lot about you of the American dream. You were born to a single mom, raised uh, in, the, in what they call the projects in Aurora. Then you become the, the mayor of this town. Uh, you were the first person in your family to graduate. Incredible life story. Uh, you're also a veteran, former prosecutor. Incredible resume. Um, everything I've read about you is is beyond impressive. How are you? Oh, how are you, Sean? Good to be on with you today, with you and uh, your listeners. Appreciate well, it's that. an honor to have you on. What's happening in your state? Because the same thing's happening in the state of New York where I live. Unfortunately, I don't want to live here anymore, but I'm living here because of my work. But well, what? What is? why is it every weekend? We can, we can predict with certainty 30, 40, 50, 60 people are going to be shot. X number of the people shot are going to be killed. And nobody lifts a finger. I'm like, why don't you fix this? I couldn't understand it. I still don't understand it. You know what, John? Uh, crime is out of control in the state of Illinois. Uh, and there's no one that can give an answer. J.B. Pritzker, the governor that's here now, he's making it more easy for criminals break, to break the law. He's handcuffing our police officers and, and preventing them from being able to stop these criminals from committing this crime. We need to take the handcuffs off the police officers and put them back on the, the criminals where those handcuffs belong. Listen, you know, as a former prosecutor, as the mayor of the second largest city in the state that had crimes been out of control, I know exactly what we need to do to address that crime in our state. First of all, we cannot allow baby prisoners to continue to sign in legislation that, that, that is a no-cash bail. Starting January 1st, under J.B. Pritzker, the current governor of this state, the Democratic governor, there is a no-cash bail. So criminals will commit felonies, slap high fives with the police, and then get out of jail with no consequence. As a matter of fact, all the ones that are in jail now, wait, that are on bond, waiting for trial, they'll all get purged out back into our neighborhoods and communities. 10,000 people across the state of Illinois. That is out of control, and we've got to do something about it. And that's exactly why. J.B. Pritzker looks at my background, as you pointed out, looks at the fact that I grew up in the project myself and know exactly what we need to, need to do to address issues by making sure we provide education, making sure we provide jobs and economic prowess, making sure that we provide opportunities for the future. He knows that, which is why he spent $35 million. Let me tell you, a Democrat spent $35 million meddling in the Republican primary against me to take me down and to lift up a lesser candidate that he wanted to face in the general. Let's talk about a little bit about your background, because I want people to understand this. Uh, you love your state. You don't like what's happening in your state, but your state is a pretty hardcore blue. It's not purple. It's not red for sure, but it's a blue state. Is there any chance in this blue state, just like New York, just like New Jersey, just like California, that Republicans can win a general? Absolutely. And, and I would be that Republican to win the general, because for a Republican to win in Illinois, Republicans are going to need uh, three categories of voters. Republican voters, independent voters, and Democratic crossover voters. Now, I'll go to the Democratic community and tell them, look, the Democrats have been running, you know, your community and the state for decades, and you still don't have jobs. You still got high crime and kids getting mowed down in drive-by shootings. You still don't have opportunities for the future. Give me a chance. Someone who grew up in the in the projects, grew up in low-income housing, and has fixed the problem before in my city, the second largest city in the state, and we will make a difference. And, and J.B. Pritzker knew that when I told that message that I would beat him in November, which is why he spent $35 million in a Republican primary, Democrat in a Republican primary, tearing me down and lifting up a lesser candidate. He knows that I'm his worst nightmare. He's forecasting that this could be a change for this state, and he is willing to spend money. This is the most 
ever spent in the history of our nation, in the history of this country, that a Democrat spent $35 million stopping one individual uh, from, from going forward to the general. Because he knows, he's telling you, this is the person I'm most scared of. This is the person that can beat me, and not just beat me, but change the whole system and change the state. And I'm going to stop him before he even gets started. You know, this is an amazing time. Um, what I like is, that is happening, I think uh, Newt Gingrich's analysis is dead on accurate. He's talking about a new American majority, and he's not talking about Republican. He's not talking about Democrat either. He's talking about common sense Americans that believe in very simple, fundamental, basic government that works. Lower taxes, less bureaucracy, energy independence, simple common sense, securing our borders so fentanyl and opioids don't cross over and kill our kids. I mean, basic stuff. Um, following the rule of law, um, this is not happening. It, it would include law and order, safety and security. Um, Richard, is, do you know any way anybody can pursue happiness if they're not safe and secure in their town or city? Uh, Absolutely. Or Absolutely. Absolutely not. There's no way that anyone's going to be safe and secure in, in their city, in their, in their state, if we've got crime and corruption spinning out of control. There's absolutely no way, which is why we have so many businesses that are uprooting and leaving Chicago and Illinois. We had we had uh, Caterpillar just announced they're leaving Chicago. Boeing announced they're leaving Chicago. Citadel announced they're leaving Chicago because of crime and the taxes are spinning out of control and, and they don't believe that this governor has what it takes to, to, to fix it. They know he doesn't and they're not willing to put up with it anymore. The only way we're going to get people to move back in and business to move back in is to turn this to back to a law and order state, the true land of Lincoln again. You know, I think it's, you know, I have more hope than I've ever had before. I do believe it'll be an uphill battle for any Republican in a blue state like this. But if it's ever going to happen, I think this is the best. This is the best moment for somebody like yourself to run. You know, but one of the things we always look at when we look at polls, we look at demographics. And you see Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. They're losing Hispanic Americans, African Americans. They're they're losing young people in droves. I mean, 20, 30 percent in in the polling numbers. You see a president with what on average a 32, 3, 4 uh, percent approval rating. Not very high. So it seems like. Common sense. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just looking for people that will fix problems that want to serve their community and then go back to whatever they were doing beforehand. And that, that's all I want to do. I, you know, I want to serve. I served in the United States Army when I when I uh, went to war for this country, in the Gulf War, Desert Shield and Desert Storm. I served as a prosecutor. I served as an alderman for 10 years before I became mayor. And I'm serving as mayor of the second largest city in the state of Illinois. I just want to help people and fix things. That's why I'm here. You know, and, and you're absolutely right. We got to get back to common sense. And what the Democrats are doing, and especially J.B. Pritzker, meddling in this Republican primary, you know, he's trying to confuse uh, and befuddle our, our Republican electorate that, that vote in a primary. And we know sometimes the people that vote in a primary aren't necessarily those, you know, those folks that are middle of the road. Those are the folks that are a little bit more conservative, the ones that we can always expect to come out. And what J.B. Pritzker is doing is he's confusing them, and he's picking his own general, uh, his own Republican uh, a candidate that faced the general, one that he knows he can beat easily, one that can't get the Republicans and the independent and Democratic crossover to win. He knows that, and he knows that I'm the best chance of actually turning the state purple or getting it close to red, which is why he's spending so much money, the most in history, to stop me from getting to the general election.
Richard Irvin, currently the mayor of Aurora in Illinois, and he's now running for the gubernatorial nomination for the Republicans. Uh, that primary takes place tomorrow. We're following this race closely. I think he'd be a great governor in Illinois. And you say, well, Hannity, what's the odds that a Republican can win Illinois? I'd say in this year, nobody knows. All bets are off. You know, the most amazing thing to me is I'm, I'm telling anybody that will listen to me that's a re- running as a Republican, I said, you need to reach out to every single solitary part of either your district or your state and shake every hand and meet every person and explain. Don't let the left define what conservatism is, because I don't recognize their definition of conservatism, you know, which is Republicans are racist and they're sexist and misogynist and homophobic and xenophobic and Islamophobic and now transphobic. And they want dirty air and water and they want to kill our children and grandma and grandpa. Um, that's not going to work in my mind. And the other thing they seem to be running on is now with this, the overturning of Roe and, and the Second Amendment case that came out from the Supreme Court last week. They're going to run on that. They want to run on the January 6th hearings. Do you think that gets them far? It doesn't. You know, listen, I, I'm African-American, and I'm a proud Republican. My grandfather, who was my father's figure, taught me years ago, you give a man a fish, he's for a day. If you teach him a fish, he's for a lifetime. All the Democrats want to do is give handouts. That keeps people down. I'm trying to teach people how to fish so they can stand on their own. I'll give anybody a hand up, never a handout. We got to teach our people to stand on their own so we can be independent Americans, living the American dream, just like I like I lived it. Listen, I've gotten support from so many people throughout the state. I got support from the FOP Labor Council, the Illinois FOP, the Chicago FOP, the governors own police agency, the Illinois State Police Troopers endorsed me, as well as 20 sheriffs up and down the state in 20 different counties. They know that this is the time for us to actually make a difference, common sense difference on, on how we're going to govern and how we're actually going to we're, we're going to help people in the state of Illinois. And the Democrats are not having it. We've got a billionaire that's in office right now in J.B. Pritchard that's willing to spend $35 million in the Republican primary to make sure that a person like me doesn't, you know, face him and stand on the same stage with him in the general election. He knows my record of success in turning, you know, around my city, you know, uh, and, and it will trump his record of failing our state every single time, which is why he's trying to confuse our, uh, our Republican voters in the primary, trying to get them to vote for a lesser candidate, one that he knows he can beat in the general, uh, so he can continue to run the state into the ground. And what I hear is trying to uh, set himself up to run for president. So he's willing to spend any amount of money now so you know he can win re-election and run for president one day. Well, you know, he'd be a terrible president because he'd been a terrible governor. We need somebody... We need somebody that's actually going to make a difference in the state. and not Let me tell you, that's a pipe dream. He's not going to be president. That's a total pipe dream, total pipe dream. But he, he's going to run. And, and because of it, you know, he's willing to sacrifice and go far to the left and do these, make these extreme, uh, extreme, extreme laws. The, the law that not, now in Illinois, the law that he signed, what he calls a safety act, which is actually very unsafe, and it's a, a defund the police act, says that if a person comes onto your property, and, you know, and trespasses and pickets, you're having a birthday party for your kid or something or just enjoying your family. The police can't arrest them anymore. They can just show up, hand them a traffic ticket and leave them on your property. So when you remove them from your property because it's yours and you ought to be able to, you get charged with crime. This is what he did to the state of Illinois. You know, there's no such thing as felony murder anymore. That means two people are having a shootout in the street, you know, and they accidentally shoot someone because a bullet doesn't have anyone's name on it. And they kill an innocent kid. They don't get charged with murder because it was an accident. No, five-month-old kid killed this weekend. How do people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you, Richard Irvin? Irvinborn.com. 
Go to urbanborn.com. We're at election day is tomorrow, June 28th. I'm asking everybody to come out and vote for common sense and vote to take this state back and turn it around. We're going to return this to the true land of Lincoln again. I got to be on that stage and save I'm going to be following this race closely tomorrow night. Uh, Richard Irvin, good luck tomorrow. We uh, really wish you the best. Sound like the type of person we need running everywhere. Thank you. Thank you, um, John Hattie. I appreciate it, brother. You bet. Quick break. Right back. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter. The Burner, less lethal, pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. 